forever. Dog. I do feel strongly about you sending me some Bitcoin. Yeah, I, I would not mind some Bitcoin. Why don't we have threat coin? Why, why don't we have crypto coming in, Brett? Um, I'm working on it. I um. <laughs> You see how long it took for him to respond to that? He took yeah. a deep breath. Mm-hmm. It was a huge yeah. pause. He goes, "I work what? Working on it. Working the, on it. The great, the great catch-all. Come on, I'm working on it. I'm working on it here. It's a process. I'm, I, I'm on the crypto markets, you know, on a daily basis. A I'm, on, I'm on the subreddits. Um, it's just, Listen. it's you know. Do you own any crypto, Brett? Wait, wait, let me ask. How much crypto do you own? Yeah, that's the... I, I'm going to say Brett. Yes, Brett does own crypto. Julie, do you think Brett is overextended in crypto? Do you think he's playing with fire with the amount of crypto he owns? I think that he is over his head with crypto. Okay, you think he's... I think he's... I think he has a blog called Tales from the Crypto. Mm-hmm. And it's just about how much... He's been too into crypto. Yeah. Tales from the crypto. The crypto keeper. That's right. That's Brett. <laughs> Get me. You can send this to me on the dark web. It's my financial portfolio. It's a bloodbath. It's an endeathment. Make an endeathment on the but seriously. crypto keeper. But seriously, I'm. Seriously, I'm hurting. Way too deep. How much crypto do you own, Brett? Um, well, it's you know, it's even tough to talk about it in quantities because it doesn't always equate to like normal currency quantities. I'll just say this about crypto: you can't go half in. You either got to be all in or all out. And I'll just say I'm 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 one or the other. Yeah, this is not good. <laughs> this is not going to be good. I feel I feel a three a.m. phone call coming. Japanese stock markets tanking. I got a big, there's a big play here. Come on. Just, I just need the money. We can short, we can short all these Japanese stocks. I feel, I feel a crash coming in Japan. Their market's opening in an hour. Just give me the money. Hey guys, uh, Magic Spoon wants to pay us in crypto. (laughs) So, um, and they'll run They're, it through me first. They need to run it through me, and it's this new currency called Goobly Booblies. <laughs> so the good news is both of you are going to get 10,000 Goobly Booblies. Yeah. The bad news is there is no bad news. Brett backs yeah. up. There is no bad news. Yeah, Why no did I even news. say there was bad news? Yeah. Look, I, I didn't create the world. I didn't create the world we live in, but it's just the way it is. I mean, it's not, you know. There's no middle class anymore. There's no there's no traditional forms of upward mobility. You, you either you, you get one shot to go big, and and when it comes along, you, you got to take it. Yeah. So, um, you know that's the game I'm playing. So we'll see. Yeah, one shot. You only get one shot. What is this, Brett Mile? <laughs> Mom spaghetti. I don't like it. Don't 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 don't. You picture Brett you like only get one getting, shot with a knit with a knit beanie. He's getting pumped up as he's like staring at his laptop and then he clicks and then he just ends up buying, um, you know, then he ends up buying Sia's uh, crypto 
sinking all his money into that and then he watches it go on the screen <laughs> like it literally moves like yeah. a cartoon on the screen with his sound effect the only stock move that's ever done anything like the only financial thing with a cartoon sound effect and then sia samples it turns it into a billion dollar song yeah right as brett gets out <laughs> Double threat is where you gonna go. Double threat yeah. is the name of the show. Yeah. If you want great podcasts, where are you gonna go? Double, Double threat. threat, stupid. It's the name of the show. It's the name Both. of our show. Double threat, stupid. The name of our show. And you're on double threat now if you're our virtual guest. And even though we're not gonna mention you by name, you are sitting here with us and we're just pals goofing around and we might not specifically acknowledge you at any point during this and we might we might right and uh, raggedy no no i'm just saying that because anybody named ann is gonna go he's talking to me now oh i thought it was ann comma raggedy <laughs> like oh that would be her, her i don't know well, maybe Raggedy Ann is listening. It's a possibility. Imagine being a little kid now and all you want is like, I don't know. I guess Barbies are still a thing, but and then your parents get you something with the word raggedy attached to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's raggedy. Raggedy <laughs> Ann. And then there was Andy, Raggedy Andy. Well, I don't I think Raggedy Andy got canceled. Ooh. Oh, that just breaks my heart. <laughs> he Come was on, your Raggedy favorite. Andy. He was. Yeah, we might just make references to random listeners, and that means we're talking right to you. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples, Patty? Peppermint. No, it's any. Pe- I'm can't, sorry. I keep thinking speci- of the characters of yonder. I just. Not- I know, I know, and I keep forgetting until it's too late, and I just think <laughs> about the characters of yesteryear when sure. things were simpler. I get it. The Anyone named Peppermint Patty just screamed with joy because it was so specific, but all the rest of the Patties went, oh, uh. different Patty. Hamburger Patty's a Patty I want to meet. <laughs> Right? Why wasn't why wasn't that a McDonald Land character? Hamburger Patty <laughs> was pretty good. Well, they also like didn't start doing female characters until you know when you learn like that's when women got to vote or uh huh that's when you didn't need a man to sign off in order for you to get a loan. Mm-hmm. They they had their first female characters with uh, Birdie and the Fry Gals. That's very late in the, as you know, that's very late in the McDonaldland universe, historically. 
Yeah. No, the history McDonald's has a very checkered history. I choose to ignore all of it. Like many when- Americans choose to ignore the history of America. Yeah. And to say it was only great, even though it clearly wasn't right. and isn't. Um, yeah. I choose to just completely scrub my McDonald land history of any yeah. troubles or difficulty. There needs to be a Howard's in history of McDonald land. Yeah, that'd be pretty amazing. Like a like a epic. Yeah. Mer- get Merchant and Ivory back together again. Get one of their kids. Their kids can do it. Because yeah. I'm sure Merchant or I think one of them is no longer with us. The kids of Merchant Ivory team up to bring some class to the McDonald Land story. Well, if Ronald's the kids- end. The- <laughs> <laughs> remains of the filet <laughs> thank you that i'm out i'm uh, out one. good night everybody uh, i'm going to say as bad as that was i don't top it yeah for not a even, year not I don't even top with not even with tartar sauce and i want to say yeah thank you there's it you just topped it i didn't no you can't get better than remains what if it's just remains of filet yeah okay Remains a fly. That's like Facebook, the Facebook. I think that improves it. It's cleaner. Yeah. A room with a chew. Mm, that's not as much fun. What? I don't like it. <laughs> what? Well, what I want to say is that last week we did the chili uh, part three of our trilogy, which uh, many people found to be the the most exciting of the three parts. And I loved it. And Brett, you said that there was some sort of postscript to this trilogy. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had a great time last week with uh, with the two chili societies uh, and also with our with uh, our wonderful author uh, of, of the chili cook off mysteries. Um, and uh, and you can find links to all of that in, in last week's episode uh, uh, show notes Um and uh, people were sending me a bunch of stuff about Terlingua this week, a bunch of stuff about uh, about uh, chili cookoffs in general. Uh, I got this one. And Terlingua uh, is where the One Society holds its annual chili get together. Thanks. Yeah. Terlingua is where uh, Cassie, uh, the Chili Appreciation Society International, uh, holds their annual their annual cookoff championships. Uh, and those guys, they love the episode. Um, got some great emails from them this week. Uh, I believe they're sending us merch. Um, they asked nice. for our addresses. So uh, hopefully, hopefully that's for merch. Um, and um, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, not a peep, not a peep from the International uh, Chili Society. What uh, a shocker. <laughs> the one who was like, are we recording? Did the interview start? Have not that heard any follow up from that- them. That guy's getting enough grief now because he thought that he didn't know there was chocolate in Cincinnati chili. He's probably hiding, eating, hiding eating, right now. Eating crow. I have a feeling he isn't. I have a feeling no one said anything about any of it to yeah. him. And that he has already, this is a distant memory yeah, for him whereas, that he did this show. Whereas Cassie is probably emailing Brett on the daily which i more or less is that which is a compliment i'm not saying that's like oh wow that's you know no those guys rule kindred spirits yeah Yeah. i love them both i love them both yeah no brett loves them because he's now going to be a participant in this i know thing this (laughs) terlingua 
Julie, you're going to no, both. No, I'm not. I knew you were going to say that. I, I'm going to neither. Brett is going to Terlingua. You're going to both. And I even found a third one. Oh, my God. It's called Steve's Chili Party. <laughs> and he holds it. And I booked you on that also. Who's and Steve? Oh, I'm, I bear. You can't wait till you meet Steve. <laughs> you're going to love. He loves chili. What else? He loves difficult people. What else? That's it. <laughs> so conversation is going to be either about your show or chili. Steve. Well, I hope what, I, what, what was this? What was yeah, this post? I, yeah. Well, this? and I, speaking of all that, I, I hope this doesn't, I hope this doesn't strain our, 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 our great relationship with Cassie. Um, because I have, I have an anecdote here about something that happened at Terlingua, a scandal that happened at Terlingua one year. Uh, this During is back the- in two, during, during the, the competition, during the chili cook-off competition, this is back in 2003, and I'm very sorry, I cannot remember the listener that sent this to me. I I I remember that it wasn't through the email; it was through Twitter, Instagram, or or something like that. So I apologize that I, I could not sort of track down where this conversation originated. But one of our great listeners sent this to me, um, and this happened at the 2003 Terlingua Championship chili cook-off. Um, and I'll just read this here. Uh, Don Eastip, an Illinois retiree, entered the Super Bowl of Chili Cookoffs uh, on November 1, 2003. Uh, his brother, Terry, who was a longtime Springfield chili cook who had won numerous nationwide competitions, had dropped out of the contest at the last minute. So Don posed as his brother and took his place. So oh, Terry boy. is the chili cook. He's he's the he's the chili cook in the family. He couldn't go. Don uh pretends to be Terry and jumps into the competition at the last minute. Uh, but Don didn't feel like cooking his own, his own pot of Texas red chili. So he what? walked, he walked around from booth to booth and, oh. and and secretly took one spoonful of chili from each of the other 80 contestants. Then he mixed those 80 <gasps> spoonfuls together in a bowl and entered that as his own chili entry. And he won first place <laughs> He won the whole competition wow. mixing other people's chili together. Um, However, the the end of the story here, and this is where this is where it ends up. Uh, I think uh, I think we'll we'll be all right with Cassie. Is they um, um they they burned him at the stake at the end of yeah. the they walk the him week. into the desert. It's like and a tortoise He's, comes back like Breaking Bad with the with his head on the with his head on it. They sent something was up. They sent something was wrong. Uh, so they confronted him as to the authenticity of his chili. Uh, he admitted the error of his ways. That's kind of that feels like we're missing some details there. Um, and well, then, it's easier uh, to admit something when you're in the desert and you're surrounded by men. Exactly. He got the old the old uh, chili rough up. And then uh, he was he was uh, uh, the, the the first prize was taken away from him and given to the the second prize winner who was the real winner uh, who was a, a Dallas dentist that's all it says here no name given um, but yeah uh, they had a 2003 they had a, a little controversy down in Terlingua and they dealt with it um, violently look sometimes you got to break a few uh, kidney beans to make a bowl of chili no beans no beans you know when they rough the guy up they're like. There's one guy's like kidney beans, and then they punch him in the kidneys, and the other guys, <laughs> the other like guys like hot tamale, and they punch him in the balls. Yeah, <laughs> he's had enough. That chili, that chili's cooked. I thought it was weird that after that happened, he went home and slept with his brother's wife. <laughs> it's it's me, dear, the chili husband, chili man. Sounds about. Come to bed. I'm just going to turn out the lights. That's how I like it. Oh, 
this is this is the perfect segue to plug something that we only have two days left in the contest. You just wrote some chilly erotic fiction. Some of our uh, some of our listeners have been using uh, our chilly episode as a prompt for the erotic fiction. I'll just give you a little tease there. Um, and Brett, and, what he's talking about is we have a contest going on right now. And it ends on February 9th, the evening of February 9th. You have two days to participate in the double threat erotic fiction contest. Now, yeah. what are the rules to this? Brett? Yeah, so There's- the rules are a little fluid. They've kind of been been getting getting uh, formed on the fly as people have been asking me questions. But basically, um, you, you're going to write some erotic fan fiction uh, about the double threat universe. Uh, you cannot include Tom and Julie except in sort of incidental background roles. Um, non-sexual, uh, not non-sexual. We can be clerks. Yeah, we can be uh, pool cleaners. Waiters. Can you facilitate the uh, the the erotic action? No. Okay. Yes. Maybe. It's got to be the kind of thing where we leave. We're like phone phone call, and then we give them the phone, and we leave. Yeah, that's the main rule. By, by the way, all my favorite porns are like phone call, and then they give someone a phone, and <laughs> it's like so mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. I always fast forward to the part where the guy gets the phone. And somebody's bragging like, yeah, I acted in a porn movie, but I didn't have any dirty scenes. I just brought in a sandwich and set it down and then left. Turkey club. We can say that turkey club. And in terms of uh, uh, in terms of people have asked me a lot about length in terms of length. Uh, we're talking page length there. Um, oh, I hate, no. I hate that he this is awful. I hate that that he's was in, the worst move he's in the spirit. Everyone saw that you could have gone there. And he did. It was like slow motion car crash. Yeah. I was like, please don't go there. He did. But he did. He did. And I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I say, God bless you, Brett. Look, I'm trying to mentally get in. This is not something that you can just, you know, wake up one day and go. You got to you get this is an episode that records like a triathlon. You, you know, got to get horny. Yuck. <laughs> Look, I've read a couple of these. If you uh, let's let's say if Five Guys was an eight, some of these are coming in at a nine point five so far. (laughs) I don't want to know specifics, baby. Buckle up, Buttercup. Has there been a moment where you've read something and went, "Oh my god"? Oh uh, yes, multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. good. That's and look, that's all I need to know. A, a credit to our listeners. This is this is uh, this is um, this is a, the, the Jerry email all over again. We we you start a thing and you got to see it through to the end, and you can't you know you can't flinch on stuff like this. So I, I a big credit to our listeners for taking the prompt seriously. And is, and, is Jerry know, from T Public factoring is he into in there? anything? Is he in there yet? One person asked me. <laughs> This if, poor uh, guy. This poor guy who who the crime he committed was it was talking to Brett about Forever Dog merchandise and how to, how a podcast network could effectively sell merch and manufacture merch, and then now you turn around and look at it. Is that He's, our best selling T shirt? Is the one that says "I hate Jerry" from T Public? 
it's getting up there because uh, I, I think <laughs> oh I, I think wh- whoever I think if you bought it when it first came out, it just came in this week because we got about four or five photos on Twitter. Of people wearing their I hate Jerry shirts this week um, and they look they look good. I got to say they came out really well. So uh, if you want an I hate Jerry shirt, uh, <laughs> pop on over to tpublic.com slash store slash double dash threat. And, and speaking of that, because it, it, it came up, this is another rule. Somebody asked me if um, if they could include uh, former guests. And I said, nah, let's not do that. No, So no guests, no former guests in the erotic fan fiction. Uh, but then they said, what about Jerry? And I said, sure. Yeah, Jerry can be included. Uh, I think so, you so can no use form- guests if you're loving. Don't have them do anything sick. No, no, like. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. More like, oh, or. Mm. Yeah, or just hey. be nice. Or as Mickey Mouse says, hot dog. Yeah, just be just don't just don't be a douche. And you know when you're being a douche, just don't be a douche. I look if you if you be a douche, your show's not your, your story won't be won't get on the show. So yeah, because we're, we're gonna we're gonna pick. Uh, and look, this is is it though? And that being said, there will also be lots of great stories that don't make it on the show either. We don't have time, obviously, from all. So we're gonna pick five finalists from the ones that get submitted, and those five finalists will be read on uh, uh, next week's episode by a very special guest narrator, um, who 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 is gonna join us and read those stories. Um, and then from those five, we'll, we'll, we'll throw it back to you, the listeners for an audience poll, and we'll pick a grand prize winner. Uh, the, the winner of the first annual double thread erotic fan fiction uh, contest, uh, uh, prize is a TBD TBD on the prize, but it'll be something good. Uh, something worth, worth your time, uh, something, uh, worthy of your efforts. Yeah. What if it was an, I hate Jerry from T public shirt. That was like a rare, like one. like a misprint, like it's upside down, like a stamp. It's ups- yeah, exactly. It's like that rare stamp that everybody wants. People often misspell Jerry from T Public uh, with a J. So no, I, I could I could I could print one with a J and, and oh! say that out. Uh, maybe that's the way to do it. That's the ultimate. We figure out what your size is. It'll be made just for you, and it'll say "I hate Jerry from T Public" in the misspelled. Then maybe have the, the only back one could say, "But I love sex." <laughs> yeah i like it and the contest ends on february 9 what if we just do a t-shirt for the winner that says me like sex <laughs> that's good what if it says i came here for two things sex and to listen to double threat and i'm all out of episodes of double threat and I just came. And I just came. I came here. Yeah. I came here to come. <laughs> and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> are we yeah, in the? I'm... Are we in the? Brett puts a warning in front of the episode territory yet. For this one, nah, I don't think so. For this one, oh, uh, that sounds like a challenge. And uh, and and actually, if we want to go ahead and preview it, the week, the week after, the week after, we all we, it's, this was uh, teased online this week. The week after, uh, we've got uh, uh, the 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 guys from the George Lucas Talk Show, who we who we've mentioned on this show before, uh, and I'm sure much of you are familiar with uh, the George Lucas Talk Show guys will be on uh, the following week. Uh, so now, yes. Tom, how much money have you given to the thousand? <laughs> Tens of thousands? Probably. Um, it's it's getting close to that. Yeah. yeah. F- to the charity stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's been a lot. It's, it's got to be over 10,000. 
Um, I, I, I haven't engaged with George Lucas talk show. I just like watching it. But mm -hmm. um, Brett is starting shit online. Tom equally starts shit and participates in a way that's like yes. cruel, but he's giving them money. <laughs> The best version of things. I would take issue with with the word start. I think there's definitely a chicken chicken in the egg. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, I understand. Here. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like but I was Brett, I was defending our turf. Uh, I, uh, thank you. You did a beautiful job. Yeah. No, Brett. Brett went. Brett went pretty far <laughs> in terms yeah. of the the active. <laughs> claims of plagiarism and then <laughs> where where it was like i was like that's wow. not what's happening i was he's like been on, he's been on twitter for five minutes and he's like yeah yeah he's guns a blazing yeah made yeah. some hard claims i feel like i might have painted myself into a corner on that one uh but i'm uh, uh diligently working on finding some evidence to back up those claims yeah just like you're like the my pillow guy of of podcasting you're going to put a three-hour video together of you explaining how George Lucas' talk show stole an idea from Double Threat? I want to tell everybody that guy is... It is so spectacular when you think of that a year ago you saw those... When you first saw those commercials, it was not that long ago. It was, oh, this guy's only gotten on the radar in the last few years. And you're just like, oh, it's a goofball guy with a funny mustache. And then people are like, hey, you ever notice he's he's wearing like a, a cross necklace? And you're like, then you find out, oh, he's kind of religious guy. And you're like, oh, it's a my pillow guy. He's kind of religious, whatever. And then you fast forward, his company is in free fall now. He is getting dropped by like major chains, will not carry when, his product. When Bed, and he's Bath making and movies. He's making movies. So is, this, what is this movie? Is it a documentary? What is this movie he's making? He made a three hour movie <laughs> in the last five days. It took five <laughs> days. And it's called what is called Absolute Truth. I keep picturing him on set being like, back to one. And he's getting like kicked off of, he was on like Newsmax or something the other oh, day. Oh, I saw and, that. I saw that. That was pretty, yeah. that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Where he's just yelling about the voter conspiracy stuff. He's going to, and he's going to end up in jail because he's going, they're going, it's like, he's. He's, he's very just, close um, to like he's very close to killing himself with his own pillow, like suffocating himself with his own pillow. I think what's going to happen is, is when the FBI comes looking for him in a few months, they're going to go through months. Yeah. This has escalated so exponentially. I think okay. I think we'd be like, lucky month, to say weeks. I'd say next, days. The next yeah. couple of weeks, uh -huh. they're going they're going to be going through the empty my pillow factory and. And then they're going to see this giant pillow in the corner moving. <laughs> they'll they'll see this one giant pillow move. Well, they'll see like the light of a cell phone coming from inside the pillow. <laughs> and you'll hear they'll hear. Yeah, I'm I'm inside a pillow right now. The Don't FBI worry, is here. I'm safe. Don't worry, I'm safe. These FBI guys are never going to find me in this. They're pillow. so stupid. And they just, they're all just surrounding the pillow now. Um, He wasn't at the Capitol, was he? No, he was Because you know not. what would have been smart? If he'd 
been to the Capitol, handed out a bunch of pills, and it became a big, fun pillow fight. Oh, my God. He could have turned into a hero. Right. He would have saved at least one life, Mm -hmm. which is mine. Whatever's going on right now, we're seeing it. They're suppressing cancel culture. They're trying to cancel us all out. I just seen churches, the Christian churches, they're being attacked right now. People on social media, anyone that speaks up, they're going, you can't say that. You're gone. It's like they're, right now they're doing whack-a-mole because they know, they knew they were so close. That's not whack-a-mole. So close that we would never know in history what happened. But guess what? Now we do know. Yeah, that sucks. He because he had like these cut these cut throughs were so literal, and they cut to whack a mole, and it wasn't whack a mole. It was like a clown popping up. The whole point of whack a mole is that a mole pops out. Brett, can you Google whack a mole movie? Because I think Billy texted me last week. I think they just optioned whack a mole to be a movie. I gotta get on this whack a mole movie. And I, I feel like all I can think of is like I could write a whack a mole movie. <laughs> That's all that I had run through my head right now when you said that. It's like you're like, oh, are they are they staffing? Yeah. So here's my whack-a-mole spec. I have a modern family and a whack-a-mole. <laughs> but I imagine the pitch meeting. It's like everyone knows the expression whack-a-mole. Or yeah. Sometimes in these in these crazy times. Exactly. I just remember when Oprah had. Uh some like Jonestown survivors on her show. Okay. The opening line was, have you ever heard the expression, don't drink the Kool-Aid? <laughs> That's a great intro yeah. to what I'm about to it's, see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both, both, yeah. both Uno and Whack-A-Mole are, are in, have, are, are in production right now. Uh, Uno, oh, yeah. uh, Uno is being turned into an action heist movie and Whack-A-Mole is being turned into a reality competition series. Yes. Whack a mole, a reality kind. I could do that. I'm going to whack as many moles as I can. And under, today. under, I'm just picturing your Kyra just says Tom, New Jersey. Yeah, Tom, and it says he's just a writer. <laughs> I'm telling you, I might not be the youngest guy here, but I'm, but I'm crafty. The, I'm- I'm the wacky. I'm the wackiest. I'm the wackiest. I might not be the youngest guy here, but I'm certainly the wackiest. I'm going to whack more of these moles and they're even going to know what happened. And then the producer's like, since you're from New Jersey, can I just feed you a line? Uh, you yeah, know, sure. back, yeah, back where I back where I come from, whacking someone means something different. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. And they'll I'm be like, okay just do it and they're like okay all right <laughs> but you guys will run it past me right oh yeah of oh course. yes of course we're not no, gonna we use just want to get it. we're not gonna use it's it it's just for the just to get it we're not gonna use it just if you're it. ever making a thing this never is never do the thing you don't yeah go ahead if you yeah that's what we're, we're gonna say if you don't want it to potentially ever exist don't do it yeah yep no just do it we just want to try it nope Got to say, if you are not comfortable, you cannot do it. They, it they, will, will choose, they, will, they will choose that one. Yes. That's the one they will choose, and you will, will never hear from them again. Like, they are gone. They you change can't, their emails. What are you going to do? Write to them and go, hey, I'm mad that you used that? 
They're gone. It's over. They're doing it to someone else today. It's a little advice from your friends, Tom and Julie. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, I've got a I've got a clip here for you. This is uh this is actually from our our very own Julie Klausner. This clip, yes! this first one that we're gonna look at. Wait, um, that's allowed. Yeah, Tom, you didn't. Yeah, you can uh, you can send me clips anytime okay. you want. Well, I want to send the clip then of the entire three hour Mike Lindell movie. I'll watch that. I'm sure he makes a lot of sense. That's I a feel- perfect for that dumb George Lucas talk show. There was oh, watch things. Why don't they Come watch on. a Mike Lindell movie? It's not dumb. You watch it every week. If we float the idea on here, they'll definitely do it on their show. We'll definitely. Oh, 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 there it is. Oh, my God. There it is. Wow. I'm neutral. I'm like a new. I'm like, but Brett knows this. I'm like a neutral cooking oil. Which you need. Which you need. It's an important part of a recipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brett's running so hot with some of these things. He likes the. You well, both of you like competition. But I've been I've been on Twitter forever. Brett's been on it for two weeks. <laughs> what I see going on with Brett is like when like an adult gets like a new hobby and they get so into where they're just yeah. like, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you everything about marijuana because <laughs> I just started smoking it last week, and I now kind of am going to talk to you about and only that about that, even though. You have smoked it as it's never been a big deal because you just had it in your life as a thing. I didn't. I maybe even bad mouthed <laughs> it, but now I smoke it and I'm super enthusiastic about it. And I know all about all the strains and I'm going to hold a lecture right now on it. Like Brett's doing that with Twitter, though. Yeah. He's Trump style. He slid in where he's like filling the. He may have blank, replaced the, the void. void Trump. He, yeah, when a, when God opens a window, he closes a door or something. I, I, I truly don't know what's gotten into me. It's like an out of body experience when I'm on there. I, I don't know. You know, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, just, I, I'm, who who is this? Who yeah. am I? Yeah. Well, he said something very funny to Patrick when Patrick said something like "spoiler alert," and he wrote back "nerd alert." <laughs> i will say i'm proud of a a thing i i i stuck patrick pretty hard and this is patrick contour he's the producer of their show he's a nice (laughs) guy uh all kidding aside we like patrick uh but he wrote i made pancakes today he tweeted i made pancakes today (laughs) And then I tweeted the rest of the song Hurt by <laughs> <laughs> to see if I still feel. Yeah. I made, made pancakes, pancakes today, today to see, to see if, if I, I st- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he left that, that talk about leaving the gate open. That was one 
you see that that's beautiful mind territory you see that and you're just like whoosh, slide it over beep, boop. okay there's the joke but the thing is just like a beautiful mind you're imagining it and you're crazy also like he's like doing all that stuff alone it's like meanwhile he's losing his marbles while he's sliding those imaginary to things be all fair, over the both place. of you are playing marbles yeah it's kind of like virtual marbles twitter which by the way i feel like we should option marble. Why don't we option oh marbles? God. Marbles would be a good movie. We could have it meet the marbles. At one point, marbles. There must have been some parent going like, I'm sick of these marbles. <laughs> right? All you do is you play marbles all day. <laughs> when that was like the only game a kid could have. It was really like, I'm so sick of you and that hoop and the stick. You're always running down the street with it. You're throwing your life away. You and that hoop and the stick. What are you doing? You're an embarrassment to the family. Put your marbles away and wash the laundry on this washboard. <laughs> on this rock. No, not a marble. You know, dad, I a rock is just a big marble. <laughs> You take that back. You shut your mouth. <laughs> well, I also feel like there's also probably an incident where they slipped on the marbles. <laughs> yeah. that And that must have happened sincerely for a while because we see it in movies. Mm -hmm. Like when those Home I've, Alone I've, guys by the way, are I've, slipping on. I've seen it in every movie. I've never seen a movie where somebody wasn't slipping on marbles. Yeah, you might need to watch some more movies. There what? are there are movies without that. Why? <laughs> I know you, I know the only movies you've ever seen are Home Alone and Baby's Day Out. <laughs> so when he made Baby's Day Out, John Hughes, like it's so funny in in death, John Hughes is like the legend and all the things that he spoke for a generation when he was around, it was like, Oh no, another piece of crap from John Hughes, like yeah. baby's day out. Mm -hmm. And you're just like this garbage. Yeah. But it's, it's funny how the legacy gets uh kind of fine tuned where he's like, I want to do home alone, but with a baby. I don't know. Baby's day out. Is that, that's different than Boss Baby and Baby Geniuses, right? Those are yeah, two different that things. Is. Boss Baby voiced by... Someone sent me on Instagram a video of Baldwin. I only got like two minutes in. I had to turn it off. He was talking about horses. It didn't make any sense to me. Oh, uh, so he um, he was accused of... Um, they, they're, they're like, they have a big Long Island estate, and it was next door to this like... Um, this really old uh, horse, uh, like horse stables uh, where this woman cared for horses and you could put your horse there and she would take care of it. And it had been there forever. And it wasn't like super fancy. It was like a, you know, one, one woman owned business, uh, but she'd been there forever. She was kind of an institution. And apparently um, that woman and her establishment weren't like, she wasn't like keeping up her property well enough to the Baldwin standards. And so they like, I don't know, did some deal with the city council or something and basically like got her kind of kicked off the property and then like, oh my God. and like renovated it into some big fancy horse charity that they now run. Oh no! Um, and so uh, that story came out and he had to, uh, it was just the, the latest Baldwin scandal, uh, literal horse thieves.
out in Long Island. I think it would be really funny if like the woman came over and was like, have you seen my horse? And the horse is yeah. in the back and he's wearing a hat. And Alex's like, no. And he's like, that's my horse. And he's like, no, uh, that's my, that's I don't think horse. so. That horse is wearing a hat. Yeah. Did your horse have a hat? <laughs> well, this horse has a hat. So get off my property. <laughs> now get over here, Oats. He named the or the horse Oats. Yeah. You know what he, named the, he has. Do you know he named the second horse? What? Paul. <laughs> and then he put him to work. And do you know what work they do? Hauling oats. <laughs> Just hope they're not man eaters. No, Brett. What about man eaters, Brett? Like, I'm on a separate track. I can cut but myself out. Any, no, Brett's like doing it. his own. Brett's doing his own commentary track. <laughs> I can on cut out. It should be yeah. like a separate channel. <laughs> no, don't you dare cut it out. How dare you? No, that stays in. Also, Alec Baldwin back on Twitter this week. Oh well, we wouldn't know because we can't see it. And I yeah. saw you retweet something he said, and I said, Brett, I can't see this for shit. You got to screenshot them babies. What did he say? He made a uh, he made a Jewish space laser joke. Uh, that was oh, his, that was his, tri- his triumphant return to Twitter. Was he's uh, like, oh, like, oh, I can't, I can't hold good. back anymore. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. I, I can't. I can't. Ugh. I'll go back, make the Jewish space laser joke, and then I'm out. And then I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put a wig on the horse. Yeah, this weird farm lady. First thing I did was I put on our front door, I put I put a sign that said exit. And that confused her for a while because she couldn't figure out the entrance to the house. That threw her for a good 20 minutes. But it's not hold it's not working anymore. Meanwhile, I got a really big pair of glasses. The problem is the horse's ears are on the top of its head. <laughs> and they don't stay up. <laughs> I got that horse some cool Oakley wraparound shades. They come with a strap, so they shouldn't fall off his head. Now the horse looks like (laughs) A-Rod. Excuse me, I know you have my horse. Mr. Baldwin. That's that's Alex Rodriguez. (laughs) Why does he have a tail? (laughs) He's dressed as a horse, you idiot. You need two people to dress like a horse. Everyone knows that. Not if you lay flat. These new horse <laughs> costumes, these new one-person horse costumes. How do you move you... the How do you move the feet? With your feet, you idiot. <laughs> I thought you said I was lying down. You are, but it it trigger it's it's like a hydraulic system for legs beneath you. You pump it and it moves the gears beneath you. <laughs> For the legs. So what do you do? You, you just idiot. kick. Yes, thank you. So you just kick. You you kick like you're swimming. It's like you're swimming. It's like you're yes, you idiot. It's like you're swimming. <laughs> okay, so I lie down and I I kind of like go like this you with do my nothing. hands. You do nothing. You're coming nowhere near my one person horse costume. <laughs> You'll never get in that thing as long as you live. And Alex mean- Rodriguez is in it right now. Meanwhile, the horse is like. 
like coming to her because the horse knows <laughs> yes knows she her had the horse for like, nine years yeah and the horse, the horse is like are we running. going are we going home the horse just goes like and shakes off the oakley shades they fall and off aha okay maybe that's your horse so this all started when i said wait you can pick your own clips yeah. That's where the last 20 minutes came from. <laughs> Me just going, wait, you can pick your own clips? And now we find ourselves talking about Alex Rodriguez inside of a one-man horse costume on Alec Baldwin's farm. I still think it could be A-Rod in the front, someone else in the back, but I don't know who. Hey, who's playing the Super Bowl? Let me guess. I know Tom Brady is. Yes. That's right, but he's not a team. What team does he play for? I don't know. He's famous, so I feel like it's Boston. Is that? It was at one point. That was that was okay. that's very good. Okay. He's on a new team for the first time. Okay. You give me a hint. East Coast. Florida? Virginia. Yes, yes, Florida. Florida? Where in Florida? Um, not Mar- Miami. Mar-a-Lago. Mar- he's playing for the Mar-a-Lago Manatees. That would be <laughs> the greatest day of my life if that was a team. Those are the two NFL. things in Florida. Yes. And then the they're Mar-a-Lago playing the, Manatees. The, the, can- the Kansas City Kangaroos. You did. I did good. Very well with this. Thanks. For somebody who truly doesn't care about it, that was that was I, I don't, impressive. I, I don't care, but I'm not like sports. Like I'm not. Yeah, someone you're not that going like yay sports ball. <laughs> oh, I like type of when, sports ball. I was like, when it's a thing, where it's like yay, hit a home run with the. With the basketball hoop. Shut up. It's like, okay, you don't like it. That's perfectly fine. But that's also like, if you don't like Broadway, be like, oh, is it time for uh, or the orchestra to intermission with the finale? You're like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. It's like, we get it. You're not into it. It's fine. Go watch the thing you're into. Well, I can't wait to see them kill that planter's peanut again. Yeah. <laughs> I heard this time they're going to do it really violently. There'll be like, it's going to be like a whole courtroom scene. It'll be like a runner. So it'll be like, you are sentenced to be hanged by the neck until you are dead. And then it's like, part two. And he's like, yeah. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say goodbye to my family. And then they put a hood on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then the, and then the final. The final one is just like someone looking right at the camera and be like, this could happen to you. And then it's the funeral and they throw the dirt and they say ashes to ashes, nuts to nuts. <laughs> right. And then they walk away from the grave and a little peanut tree. Oh, that's so! Up. Oh, I thought you were going to say a little peanut hand like at the end of Carrie. Oh, that'd be good. Like a little peanut hand pops out. Yeah, that'd be that's That's my Super Bowl. Who's doing the halftime show? Not the it's it's somebody who wraps his face in bandages and wears a red suit. Mr. Mummy? <clears throat> no, it's not Mr. <laughs> Mummy. <laughs> it's a good guess though, and I actually would rather see Mr. <laughs> Mummy 
in that slot? <laughs> What's a good hit hint, Brett? Missing. Um, I would maybe this like. Uh, there's not, no not e. Mo- Sorry, I was, yeah, I was, not Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was gonna say Thursday. It's Joe Friday from Dragnet. Yes, it's Joe Friday <laughs> from Dragnet. Dan Aykroyd is finally bringing back the character from the hit movie he Dragnet. Loved Dan Aykroyd has never been happier. A playing Joe Friday. B doing some sort of weird mystical stuff. I like yeah. him. He's a he's a he's a true weirdo. That guy. And he's going to do the Dragnet rap. I love the Dragnet rap. But you know what I love is this clip you pulled. I want to see the you clip do you not pulled. love it. You don't love it. You didn't even get through it when I sent it to you. All right. Well, now I will. This is very so this exciting. Is a, yes, we've got we've we've had a lot of great duos on, on Double Threat uh, over the episodes. We've had Bob and Brad. We've had uh, Charles and Jeff from Two on the Aisle. Last week we Charles had Mike and, and Keith. Are, sorry, Charles and Jeff are definitely. Very, very. I feel like these are like the female equivalent of Charles and Jeff. Yeah, and this week we've got a new addition to the to the the double threat uh, hall of duos. Uh, this is this is Horowitz Inspector, and, and Julie, you want to tell us about Horowitz Inspector? Well, I so there's a very famous like cult public access show from the '80s called Stairway to Stardom, and the famous one is Hairdresser that people you know, know and Mm -hmm. passed around and it was, it's pretty great. And I really do recommend watching all of the, I've just been watching these clips every night. Um, And they're great because they're not like, even though it's a talent show, it's not like how on the voice or not the voice, but like American Idol, how they always have like William hung and he's so bad and everybody laughs. It's it's, Mm -hmm. everyone here is like talented and they're trying their best Mm -hmm. and it's incredibly satisfying. So anyway, these two women, Horowitz and Specter, um, wrote a funny song, uh, and in the comments, uh, someone called them violently Jewish, uh-huh. <laughs> which okay. I, which I, which I identify as. I know this song by heart too. I'll let okay. you know. That. I'm getting bored with thinking thin. The shape I'm in's the shape I'm in. I'm sick of feeling guilty when I eat. Me too. I'm giving up this dieting. My growling stomach's rioting. I gotta have a taste of something sweet. Don't want no boiled chicken or boiled taters. No plain salad. Tuna with no mayonnaise. No steamed tofu. Steamed turnip. No bland flounder. Veggies with no hollandaise. Abstention has me out of sorts. What not to eat fills all my thoughts. This agitation's led to chronic colic. Oh, I know. I'm giving up this stupid fight. So what if I have cellulite? I'd rather be a happy foodaholic. I'll start with fried 
fried chicken and fried taters on the pasto. Pizza pie with extra cheese. And hot pastrami. And thick salami. And suvalaki. Shrimps and lobster, Cantonese and Sam. Melka and amaretto. And trambouille. Plankton and banana set and cappuccino. And strong espresso. And hot chocolate. Just to get my palate wet. Our diet doctor's gonna cringe, but we're committed to this binge. That skinny SOB is too demanding. I'm quitting my aerobics class and opting for a flabby ass. Who cares if my dimensions are expanding? Let's Bring it home, girls! Fudge, brownies, and caramel custard thick cheesecake with a side of chocolate mousse and black forest and seven layer a sliced baka don't forget my charlotte rose bring on the hostess cupcakes and chocolate twinkies yankee doodles devil dogs and milky ways and frozen snickers and reese's pieces and throw my diet pills away yay gluttony is here to stay yay burn chain fonda's tape today thank you thank you yeah, that was great. <laughs> they were dressed if you if just to paint the picture. If you picture they're dressed in kind of like LeMay mm-hmm. and it's kind of like if if Abba got on the spaceship when they were in one of their space outfits, they got on space, they didn't get on the spaceship. They were like on a different spaceship. Mm-hmm. Like not the fancy there's something the outfits are very futuristic but also look kind of homemade of their time yeah but it's very charming any other observations tom no i liked it i liked it it was very cute did you like it when they called potatoes taters twice i like i like when they called the taters and they mentioned all those cakes i like that (laughs) part when they had a side of what was it it was like you have a side of chocolate mousse yeah like a side of chocolate mousse a seven layer just made me think of cake, mm-hmm. and then I was on board. I just want to show you very briefly the other one, and we don't have to use yet either of these. I just want to share them with no, you. No, no, this is great. These are great, and I'm I'm gonna put the links to these videos in the show notes. Uh, so you you gotta watch this uh as it plays. Um, uh, so click on that link in the show notes. It'll take you to the video. I think it's an amazing song. I've heard it a lot. It's yeah. really good. And then this is one not hairdresser, but the um. The one, the Halloween song with the two of them. It's not as good of a song, but visually okay. it's very exciting. Um, and I looked it up. Um, Bobby Horowitz, Bobby short for Barbara, mm-hmm. is doing great. She's a color numerologist. She lives in Manhattan. She refers to her partners, her former partners. The two probably had a very ugly split. Hmm. And do you know about the other partner? Um, I think she was at the Capitol. 
Sure. Well, that I think I remember hearing that song in the background. <laughs> fried taters and fried <laughs> tear gas, tear gas, and knock down that statue. And maybe we can go into the office of Pelosi and go through her desk drawers <laughs> and maybe grab her laptop and sell it to the Soviets. Cause God, <laughs> well, not the Soviets. Well, it would be Soviets is eighties. They would say Soviets. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm right. I saw the title. I wish I didn't, but that makes me want to watch this more than ever. That says, Stairway to Stardom, mm-hmm. 1988, mm-hmm. Horowitz Inspector, mm-hmm. Something's Rotten in Transylvania. This is a little confusing conceptually. The other one was just a straight arrow. This, I think, is more about the costume, but the costume kind of convolutes the, the message. And there's this piano player. He was always there for all Oh, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was the guy. Okay. It's a wonderful show. I strongly recommend. There's a Stairway to Stardom uh, account on YouTube and just subscribe to it. Okay. Something's rotten in Transylvania. My baby doesn't bite me anymore. Something's rotten in Transylvania. He doesn't give me fang the way he did before. Last night it took an hour for him to resurrect As we left the tomb room, he stopped to genuflect I saw him toss his native soil into my laundry basket Then take an ad in New York Mag to auction off his casket Something's rotten in Transylvania My baby doesn't bite me anymore Something dropped in Transylvania. Okay. He doesn't give um, me fang the way he did. Pause for a <laughs> they're wearing they're dressed in like a they're dressed in like a giant costume as if they are uh, a two-headed lady. Monster. Yeah. And uh they they're both sticking out of this black cloak. This black over hooded hooded cloak. And their respective left and right arms are cocked at a jaunty angle with a silver glove. Um, Do you have any any notes? No. Me neither. Proceed. He signed a form to donate blood at NYU. He snarled at me for serving a hemoglobin stoop. I told him he should see a shrink about his pink complexion and find out why the mirrors are reflecting his reflection. Something's rotten in Transylvania. My baby doesn't want a neck anymore. Something's rotten in Transylvania. He doesn't suck my blood the way he did before. Tell myself again to get my old bat back. Instead of flying nightly, he's daily running track. He's drinking milk with soybean protein, wolfbane herbal mixes, and in the lining of his cape, he's stashing crucifixes. He capped his teeth to camouflage his ghoulish grin. Can't fly without a Walkman. There's something wrong with him. I caught him in a tanning center checking Wait, what's out that their mean? prices. Wait, can you... day- he can't fly without a Walkman? I don't know what this song's about. This is one of those songs. If I had to guess how long, how much we've listened, I would say eight and a half minutes. <laughs> There's so many words in it. 
that I, I just it's like getting a novel thrown at you because every <laughs> second is s- so many words. But like every time they go back to that chorus, then you're just like, oh, my God, they're starting with a whole wave of another. It's like the ninth verse now. He won't take me to the movies because he doesn't like scares. And he goes, won't go to the thing because he walks down the stairs. His casket's got a his casket's got a TV in. It's like like I picture what are them you writing trying it. To say? I picture them writing it and not knowing when to stop. Like like every every line made it in on this one. Something's rotten in so much. So much to digest. You're right. Anymore. Anymore. Something's rotten in Transylvania. He doesn't give me bang the way he did. Give me bang the way he did before. He doesn't want to be nocturnal anymore. He spends a bloody fortune at the health food store. What happened to the Dracula that I adore? He doesn't give me bang the way he did before. He doesn't give me bang the way he did I like how they have their their thing figured out. And did they do anything past this? Like, did they do shows? They they were they had a cabaret act. I've been doing okay. a little deep dive on. I think uh, you know, no disrespect to Ms. Spectre, but I do feel like Ms. Horowitz was the uh, the Paul Simon of the group. You know, I think we're looking at here mm. Horowitz and Klausner. <laughs> Welcome to Double Threat. I'm Julie and I'm no. Bobby. No, no. And like, <laughs> Brett, yeah. we just have like a dummy propped up that pretends to be Brett. None of the yeah. microphones are hooked in. Yeah. Something's rotten in Transylvania. You're getting in the hood. Julie, you got to get in that hood. <laughs> be a third one. You just see like a small head pop up and it's me. No, if Spectre, if Spectre's not doing it anymore if they're not a partnership if you like horowitz you get in that hood get in the hood and you could update the things a little bit make some like he's always checking reddit because he's looking for like just like things that she might not know about <laughs> he's always checking reddit and he's on 4chan yeah you just slip in reference he really likes rick and morty but i'm not a fan yeah he he took all my money and he bought GameStop stock. All right. Uh, next up, this uh, this actually came from our our, our uh, we, we've we've got uh, uh, some listeners in the UK uh, that that made that that that. Uh, uh, popped into the inbox this week uh, because there was a uh, a clip going around that was very popular. I actually had not seen this until it was shared with me, but a clip that was very popular in the UK this week. Um, it was a uh, a is parish- it from Blue Peter? <laughs> is it from it- Doc? Is it from Doc Martin? Is it from De Bill? Is it from Masterpiece Mystery? I loved, by the way, last week when our pal Kylie, the author 
was so mad about the masterpiece mystery where yes. the the justification for this person killing someone was that they had seen a dead body. Mm-hmm. And and she was so mad and she was like, and this is supposed to be a masterpiece. Like she yes, and she I know she meant the brand the... masterpiece, but mm-hmm. she just seemed so like, how dare you call yourself a masterpiece? Yeah, I, I loved her. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. She was so cool. Yeah, she was great. Uh and uh uh we, we linked to her her books as well, her website. Uh so go check out go check out Kylie's uh Chili Cookoff Mysteries. You can find that link on our on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um this came so from these are from the UK. These are from Merry Old England. Yes. Merry Old England. And this was a video that was that was apparently uh going viral in England this week. Um it it was a uh it's a, a parish council meeting that happened on Zoom. And a, a parish council meeting is sort of like a like a city council meeting, like a town hall uh where everybody, you know, in, in the uh the local community uh comes on and they meet with their representatives they can and they can air uh, any sort of grievances or concerns or things like that. Uh so this is a, a parish council meeting that of course is happening over Zoom right now during during quarantine. That happened in a uh, Handforth, the village in the north of England, um, and it uh, gets very contentious, very tense. Uh, this this parish council meeting on Zoom. Something's rotten at the Handforth council. <laughs> uh, my butler doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> me butler doesn't wait on me anymore. Uh. So who sent this? Brand? This was sent to I us mean, by uh, Paul, James, and Jonathan. We got several, and then I, I think maybe a couple people on Twitter as well. Uh, so yeah, we got a, we got a bunch of hits about this this week. Uh, so let me share this now. When do we plan to start? Oh, I think we could start any moment, Chairman. Um, I think it's perhaps helpful just to go through the same things as we went through before, which is just to encourage people to switch off their microphones. Um, because it does reduce the background. Thanks, um, Bing, which tells us that somebody else wants to come in. So I'll continue to admit people if you'd like to start the meeting, Chairman. Can we be assured that we won't be thrown out of the meeting like we were last time? Um, I, as long as we have reasonable behaviour from everyone, no one would be excluded from the meeting. I, w- I, was, I was thrown out of the meeting. Uh, so was Councillor so okay. Brotherton. At the point of order, Chairman, could we start them? Okay. Chair. Okay. I'll be, I'll be for... okay. Chair. We haven't started the meeting yet. Do you want to speak anyway? Yes, I'd like to uh, ask a point of order. I'm in. We're not in. A, we're not in a meeting, so points of order are not. When's it started? Yeah. No. Points of order apply during the debates. And I want to ask. So, can Jackie, pause for one second, please? Quoted- so, so, they're just bouncing from, for people, they're bouncing from Zoom to Zoom, and it's all like low res uh, Zooms of just middle aged uh, and older people uh, trying to navigate this. And it is worth noting, I think the first thing we heard was a good old fashioned F off, right? Like within the first five seconds, somebody under their breath. They definitely, yeah. The the air of politeness is, it's as thin as the as the shell on a uh, on a smarty on a smarty chocolate candy. Yes, it is as thin as the shell on a smarty chocolate candy. I gotta get some smarty chocolate. Oh candy. God, I want to put some candy in my mouth. That's all I can think about. 
Everybody was thinking about a, a chocolate cake with a side of mousse. <laughs> Seven and then, layer. And then she goes, don't forget my Charlotte Russe, which I had to look up. It's like a very fancy design. These women are fancy. They fancy. Oh, that's clear. It's clear. Yeah, they're, they're talking about, they're, they're, they're craving bananas foster. Yeah. I'd be like, I want some cookie dough out of the tube. Yeah. I'd be like, what does the Walgreens have? <laughs> I'll so, buy all of it. I want a McDonald's Sunday. Like when I go to fingers, I, if I go to McDonald's and I'm into to Walgreens, I'm just kind of like, ooh, classic Snickers, <laughs> almond Snickers, hazelnut Snickers, <laughs> fudge Snickers. How do you do? White Snickers. I'm just like. Boy, you got it all figured out, Snickers. <laughs> and someone's like, hands up, this is a robbery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the Snickers are over here. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm at Walgreens, I'll be like, mm, I want some candy, but I also want to be classy. Ooh, dove. <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah. I, that's how I feel when I go for like an ice cream bar and it's like, I guess I'll Get a magnum, of course. Yeah. It's a very classy. Well, no, no, I'm yes, I'm. T- <laughs> now it's a luxury. I'm not just stuffing my face with trash. Yeah, yes, my boat, my yacht just pulled up, good man. <laughs> I go in pretending I'm fancy. Oh, my yacht just uh, is I docking. A- I have a minute on land for a moment. Let me. <laughs> I take the like dove chocolate covered like cranberries up to the register and I'm like I'm like that will be all no and this this magnum ice cream bar I'll take two of those please and uh money's no object it's a special in a in a fortnight I'm to be married yes and I I should get something to quench my thirst perhaps some of this Voss (laughs) this Voss water will do it this is The the pinnacle of class, a Voss water, a, a Magnum chocolate ice cream bar, and some some Dove candies as well. And, and then uh, they see you on the street, sitting on the sidewalk, like pouring the Voss water oh, into the Voss oh, cup and oh. drinking it like a like a cup. You're on the cor- you're sitting on the corner on the sidewalk. You pour yeah. the Voss water into the Voss cup, and then you go cheers. Yeah. And you, you're clinking glasses with the Magnum <laughs> ice yes, cream I'm, bar. I believe it was Wordsworth <laughs> who said, and I'm doing, and then I just go, I believe it was Wordsworth who said, give me that chocolate bar, stupid. So, so this clip now. This is British people being, being like bitchy, but because they can't be like, hey, go suck it. They're being very yeah. uh, catty. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. There's clearly some backstory here too. That there's something happened at the last meeting, or maybe the the something couple previous meetings in Transylvania. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Something happened in Transylvania. This guy was dissed and dismissed. And he's got a bone yeah. to pick. And he's also yeah. one of these old guys that seems like he's taking a big bite and then swallowing before he says anything. 
the point of order. Yes, yes, indeed. Are you are you here <laughs> as the proper officer? I am here offering support to Hanforth Parish Council in the conduct of this meeting this evening. You're not the proper officer. Is that as clerk or proper officer? There's no difference between clerk and proper officer. Um, of course there is. Yes, there is. You must know the basic law. Are we going I would to, have thought. Are we going to start this meeting? It, 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 isn't, it isn't the role of somebody who, however kindly, volunteers to do the clerking for a meeting to act as a proper officer if they haven't so been appointed. That's yes. against the law. Been called by and, and, and let me also quote to you the standing are, orders of Hanforth. But will you stop talking? Unless we are prepared. Will you please listen? Will you please listen? Will you stop being whatever it is you're trying to be and just clerk the meeting if that's what you want to do? Points of, points of order, according to our standing orders, are determined by the chair. If you want to raise a point of order as a councillor, you ask if you can raise a point of order, you state it, and then the chair decides. It is not for the clerk to raise a point of um, order. It is not for the clerk to decide a point of order. And you, you, you must be aware of that, or at least God knows what you're doing in your job if you're not aware. Start this meeting, or shall we elect an alternative chairman? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm just in a meeting at the moment, Mum. Can I give you a little back <laughs> when you finish this? Okay, all right, bye, bye. So, Chairman, albeit late, shall we get this meeting started? So, I can't see Jackie Weaver. They just cut to a guy. They cut to the back of a guy's head, like, looking away from the computer. And one of the screens, some people have their cameras on and some people don't so it just says julie's ipad <laughs> or jackie weaver we'll start the meeting and i want to repeat what i said at the beginning of the last meeting that this meeting has not been called according to the law the law um, has been broken it has been properly will called. you please let the chairman please disrupt this meeting i will have to remove you from it you can't sure. It's only the chairman who can remove people from a meeting. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. No authority at all. She's just kicked him out. I, I, no. Oh, no, shit! Don't, don't. Oh, she's wow. kicked him out. Don't. <gasps> this is a meeting oh. called by two councillors. Illegally. They now elect a chairman. No, they can't because the vice chair's here. I take charge. Read the standing orders. And Read take them and charge. <gasps> Councillor Burkle, we've been through this. You don't, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Chairman, the chairman of wow. the council is the is the chairman of the of the uh, council. Yeah, I'm going to subpoena everybody. Uh, <laughs> could I ask you to be to be respectful to Jackie Weaver, please? <laughs> they're, they're being, the, the thing with England is, yes, yeah, sometimes they can be very smart in Superior. England, but they can also be even dumber than the dumbest of the U.S., if that's even possible. 
But, well, but it's a different kind of dumb because it's not yes. quite like aggressive. It's no, but a, it's a, it's this yeah. mannered rules based stupidity. It's a point of order, a point of order. Jackie Weaver, you don't have the right to <laughs> kick. You don't have a right to clock this meeting, Jackie Weaver. Um, oh, I'm, Jackie just, we- I'm just in a meeting. Can I call you back? Just in Can a someone please be respectful to Jackie Weaver? <laughs> and then the one guy's like, I'm in charge of this meeting. I'm in charge of this meeting. I'm the second in command. No, you're not. It's a point of order. <laughs> I was removed from the meeting last week. Did they ever get to... Um... Illegal. <laughs> Did they ever get to talk about what they were going to talk about? Uh, no, it goes on like that for a while. And actually, I'll put a link to this as well in the show notes so you can watch the video. Uh, Jackie Weaver is the only one that is like in a office setting and is kind of looking is like framed correctly everybody everybody else is is either a black screen or some guy who's like weirdly looming over the camera or staring into it menacingly yeah yeah Uh, there's a lot of menace julie yeah uh, yes it's a point of order for me (laughs) to propose the horowitz inspector clip (laughs) was played illegally you could not play two clips in a row (laughs) <laughs> I liked it when she hung up on him. Yeah, and they were just like, oh. They're like, what? <laughs> no. No, she did it. That's why that guy laughed. He was like, I can't believe this is happening in me lifetime. She kicked him out. She kicked him out. I would have kicked him out. He was being a son of a bitch. And that, that was the guy that had been kicked out the previous week. He, Good. He, he, he I came can see on. why. Guns blazing. <laughs> I'd kick him out if he's riding that camera a little too tight. Get out. Lean also, back. If the first Lean thing you say back. is like, before the meeting starts, don't kick me out. It's like, well, I'm going to kick you out. I would like to not be removed from the meeting this week. Click. Last week. What? Was... Point, of point of order. It's a point of order. <laughs> Something's rotten in Transylvania. <laughs> My baby doesn't. My baby doesn't give me fang no more. <laughs> do you think that that's what British people think that all Americans are like? I do. I think all <laughs> Americans think that this clip is what British people are like, yeah. and all British people think that that Don't clip is what Americans no are like. Boiled chicken <laughs> yeah. or boiled taters. They're like they they do not have the propriety and class we have. They're like. Horowitz Inspector. <laughs> and then meanwhile, they're like, and then meanwhile, they just go down some weird mannered rabbit hole of frustration and just futility. Only I could be more like Bobby Horowitz. What are they, what are they going to debate on this? A street what sign? What are they talking about? Like, it seems like it's the smallest thing ever. Whether porridge should be lumpy or very lumpy. Can we please have a council vote on porridge? <laughs> How many lumps? <laughs> She's kicked Barry out, so I'm leaving. No, no, no Barry, no, Barry, has gone. We're trying to have a teams meeting, you fool. Okay. We're trying to have a teams meeting, you fool. We can't if you've got that. <laughs> 
we just told this. Was that person possessed? Was that like a British exorcist moment? Oh, Jackie no, when they laugh, it's I find more upsetting. that uh, the person on Alec Brewerton's uh, Zoom is being very disrespectful to everybody. Oh, coming from you, from Birkenhead, that sounds good. My, my, my first point is to apologize to Jackie, but welcome to Handforth. And he also, this, this guy now has, this guy's in a room, clearly in his music room. He's got his three guitars on the wall behind him and an amplifier just in case anybody doesn't know music is my thing a bit i tend to play some folk music and uh this one's a fender this one of the this one's also a fender i got three fenders (laughs) and a hotkey amplifier (laughs) i got a hotkey preamp and three fender do i play yes i play do I play guitar? Well, oh, yes. Oh, yes, I do. How do. What would make you? Am I? Oh, yes, I am a guitar player. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Did the three guitars completely filling up the frame? <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> and then they, cut, they, they cut away to, like, Jackie Weaver, and then they cut back to him, and he's playing all three guitars. <laughs> <laughs> This was sent to us um, uh, by a uh, listener, uh, uh, one of, one of uh, our listener, uh, Bob Sellers. Uh, usually I don't uh, give out last names for listeners, but you guys know Bob Sellers. If you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, he always does those wonderful uh, um, graphics each week for the new episodes. Uh, yeah. he's, a, he's a great follow on social. And Bob uh, is amazing. Bob, we I appreciate Bob, but we appreciate Bob's work. He does stuff for Best Show. He does stuff for Double Threat. He he goes and creates these these amazing posters and images yeah. and stuff. He's really he's the best. Brilliant, brilliant. He's he's really great. And uh, there, there was um they're great every week. The the, the one he did for uh, our uh, Dilbert uh, I've seen Dilbert's toilet <laughs> episode a couple weeks ago was just so good. I I, re- I reposted that on our account. So check mm-hmm. that out. Um, really really great stuff. Um, Would uh, you, so- Julie? Could we arrange now? Yes. What if it said on your what if we wrote each other's tombstones on this show? Oh, that let's just make that deal right now. I feel like, but it should be something the other, it should be something that you said that would, I feel like you saying, oh no, I've seen Dilbert's toilet. Is that on yours or mine? <laughs> it's yours. I you want it to so be horrified. one. <laughs> I, you sounded broken or, when you it said was, it. I was. I broke you. That guy was so soulless. He destroyed. Oh, he was disgusting. Like, oh. You knew you couldn't come back from that. No. Is what it seemed I was like. done. You knew that was the Rubicon <laughs> that you cannot ever trek back across. You are now moving I think forward. On your tombstone, it should just say, yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe it should maybe put like one of those like chips that are in a greeting card oh are you open the, it what are you gonna open like, the coffin like go near, but if you go near it plays maybe like one of the ones that you put in like a spooky ghost that somebody hangs on their lawn when you walk past that goes like because so you're the, telling like me motion. i i can buy your headstone at like cvs 
You can because buy it at Party City. <laughs> I'm sure there are headstones that are motion activated. And I want maybe, a motion yeah. activated, a sound, a, a, a mm-hmm. motion activated sound to play. And I want it to be like, yeah, right. <laughs> Every time I want someone to be comes like, near your grave. Yeah. And then inevitably you'll, you'll be buried next to someone deeply beloved. And every time they're visited, you hear, yeah, yeah. right. I want it to be like, I'm alive. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm dead. I got my best years are ahead of me. Yeah, yeah right. right. I'm dead. They're all over. It's over. I got to say, these feel like T-shirts, uh, a Julian mm-hmm. Tom headstone yes. T-shirt. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm into it. I want my headstone, in all seriousness, I would like my headstone to just be a random comment underneath boiled chicken. Okay. Somebody finds a comment on boiled chicken on YouTube, the song, that will be is, my. Is there a shirt of you and I, somebody putting our faces in that? Something's rotten in Transylvania. <laughs> image. Yes, please, please, please. Yeah. You can follow the link in the show notes to see that video. I'll also post a screenshot of that. That would be a perfect shirt. Okay. So, what's this final thing you got for us, Brant? So, the final uh, video. This was shared uh, 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 by Bob Sellers. Um, this is a a uh, a children's uh, a children's show that premiered um, is a Danish children's show stop motion animation show that premiered uh, in January of this year. So this is a very recent thing, uh, and it premiered on a television station uh, in Denmark. And uh, this is an actual show, and it's actually for children, and it is called John Dillermond. And John Dillerman uh, translates as uh, uh, John literally translates as John Penis Man. And uh, John Dillerman, the plot of this 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 children's show is that John Dillerman is a middle aged man who wears a red and white striped bathing costume, uh, and he has a penis that can extend to a length of dozens of meters. And it's a, a pre it's prehensile, so that he can use it as a tool to uh, it says here tame lions, fly about like a helicopter, uh, but it often acts independently of John and gets him into trouble. And that is the plot of John Dillerman. I would have ended it at where is a. Red and white bathing costume. Yeah, that would have been enough to make it so it's like, yeah, my kid's not watching this. So this is uh, this has obviously caused quite a stir in Denmark. Uh, is it Denmark? Yes, but as far as I can tell, it is still on the air, and it's definitely for children. This I I I, can't, I don't want to fall for this. Is not going to be another yeah, chili thing, no Tom. Chili I hear you. I hear you. I I kept looking. I kept waiting for the shoe to drop on this. I I I I looked far and wide. There is no point at which this turns into satire. Right. This, as okay. far as I can well, tell, this not. is this, this is totally is a, real. If, if this is a goof or a lampoon, uh, it's on a you, spoof, my friend. A spoof, a skit. I will take. I will take the heat. If this if this does end up being a, a, a vast practical joke, uh, it'll fall on me. But as far as I can tell, okay, okay, this is real. Good day, dear John D. Lovin. John John How do we know that's his penis? It just looks like a rope because it's the same material as his shirt. That's not how weenies work. I've it's seen like one. If, I've seen one. 
It's like if you crossed Where's Waldo with Al Goldstein, mm-hmm. right? It's like if Al Gold, if Screw Magazine took over Where's Waldo, this is what it would be. Because he's dressed like Waldo. Mm-hmm. He's dressed like Waldo as a leather man. Like, like a leather man undercover as Waldo. Like, in other words, that's a handlebar mustache. That guy's, that guy's, you know. Yeah, like, I'm trying to. going to. Who, the guy kind of looks like the Time to Make the Donuts guy. Right. He also kind of looks like someone that's about to go to the mine shaft and get pissed on. Yeah, he's got a he's got a handlebar mustache. And he's wearing a, a old fashioned uh, bathing costume. Yeah, striped bathing costume. Striped. So this is a backyard scenario where he's he's got a grill and some lighter fluid. What could go wrong? Some Frankfurters on the grill. Yeah. Yeah. What well, what well, nothing. I can't picture Anything that could potentially happen to this guy. I want to point out that as big as his uh, appendage is, he got no toes. Yeah, <laughs> he just kind of got feet, feet. He's just look like a little. They're like galoshes. No toes. Flesh-colored galoshes. I hold you up, Dino. Right, better to day in an only omgang tin whiskey. De skulle jo have tænt den grill. So he's lighting the flame with his... But it doesn't look like a penis. It looks like a tail or something. So he used his, his appendage Yeah, we'll just say appendage. He's five feet away from the grill, and it's, it's it's slithered over and grabbed the lighter fluid and lit a match and then poured it in. And now his wife, I guess this is, I mean, is in the little, doorway. Yeah. Did little boys, like, ma- are they, like, the showrunners? Is there, like, a little boy writer's room? It's a five-year-old. Yeah, five-year-old. Meet, meet Denmark's youngest showrunner. I just five. like to. I just like to be true to the characters, and I like jokes, but I also don't want to give jokes to the characters that the characters wouldn't say. Kid. He's talking about the tooth fairy and how he needs to make sure that the balance of jokes are correct. And he's not going to put a hat on a hat. We're breaking 105 and I don't want to put a hat on a hat. This is uh this is how the network uh cuz obviously they 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 got some blowback for John Dillermond. Uh but this is the this is how the network defended the show which they're standing by. Um uh, one of the one of the network heads said it just as easily could have been a program about a woman with no control over her vagina, saying that the show is not a commentary on gender, uh, and their main concern was whether children were entertained by the show. Uh, and then Danish children fam- are entertained by marbles and shadow puppets. Yeah, <laughs> could I just say, <laughs> like, it's I mean, is it that hard? I guess maybe it's different with the internet and everything. Everybody, it's everything's this and that. But no, I don't think I don't think blaming this on the kids is like necessarily the best strategy. Yeah. You're like, well, we make Fruity Pebbles because kids love Fruity Pebbles. Like, of course they love Fruity Pebbles. It doesn't mean that like you you should be yeah. giving them. It's, a, it's sugar in pink. It's like you turned it into oh, pink it's sugar. The it's the best. Fruity Pe- Do you like Fruity Pebbles? I love no. Fruity Pebbles. Okay, I never well, liked Fruity Pebbles. More for me. You know what I like was milk. You pour it in the bowl. <laughs> you pour it in. You put the cereal in the bowl first. That milk means you're a weirdo. Cereal first. That's the question out in pandemic. That's the you question. You pour the cereal in the bowl first. That makes you such a loser. And you go do the thing and you pour the milk in. And it's so much better with a. 
Do you think Bobby Horowitz is somewhere watching that and being like, what an untalented bitch? Or what if it's like the Yoko thing where like Spectre is like, you and I, we did that. Yeah. This is this is our influence. Milk, you pour it in the bowl. Can we just see that really quick? I'm already looking milk for it. First, <laughs> milk first or milk or cereal first. You put the milk in the bowl and here it comes. It's a, the funny thing with that one is that clip is slightly hard to find. Yeah, they have done a good job of scrubbing that from the internet. <laughs> oh, no. Like the one of Lynn manuel going clit. Do you know that one? No. <laughs> but good news. You can still find it if you look hard enough. There you go. Yay! Cereal first. If you answered cereal, you are the worst. an unpopular opinion. But there's no competition because we're winning. Already signed the petition. Pour the milk in the bowl before you even touch that cereal. Because the milk is its dad. And the box is the mom. It's a proven fact. So any seconds that it spends without them, it gets really sad. So when you pour it in empty, that's the sound of a baby bird falling out of nest to the ground. But when the milk's already been poured, it's the dad picking up his kid because the divorce. So pour in your cereal first. You do you, but you're the one giving it trust issues. The milk is the dad, and the box is the mom. Yeah, the milk is the dad, and the box is the mom. That's the end of the debate and the end of the song. Want to tell everybody about QAnon. <laughs> QAnon, because they eat, because they drink the blood of the babies, and they do it in the basement of a pizzeria, and they got all the things going. And we're going to take the White House back and President Trump is still in office and they're executing all the leaders that were unfaithful and right. He'll take the throne back in beginning of March and the government will be right again. <laughs> that video. It's, it's, it's like, just it, a, I've never seen a better document of someone's unraveling. Yeah. It because the milk is the mom and the cereal is the dad. <laughs> I just I could keep it. I could talk about it as if it's new every time. It's <laughs> it's it's so pushy in its yeah. And it's like it's like if you just came up with something that made no sense, but you just leaned into it so hard, yeah. and you're like, no, I'm going to convince you that this is true. It's like, well, do you think it's true? No, I don't think it's true. <laughs> if you said cereal, you're the worst. Am I? Really? Yeah. The worst? Okay. So it's like, what are you doing eating that kind of cereal? You're an adult eating Reese's Pieces cereal. Have you ever had that? I bought this thing of, I went to the grocery store. I bought this thing of cinnamon toast crunch churro thing. I poured a bowl that oh. I almost threw up. It's bad? I was like, it's just, I just, it's not, it's like, I'm, I can't handle that. Do you now. like original cinnamon toast crunch? Yeah, it was fine, but I, I don't know if I can handle mm. any of that sweet yeah. stuff no more. You know what cereal is really good out. is uh, one of today's sponsors, Spoon. Magic Spoon. Well, that's the thing. Magic Spoon, th those cereals were, were sweet, sweet, but they were not overdone to where you have like a toothache. Yeah. Good balance. A toothache. Yeah. That's charming. Well, Bob, I gotta say that was this upsetting. clip upset me. We didn't like it. But I love you.
I got one more for you here. One one short one. Uh, this was sent to us by uh, listener Diana. Um, and this is a, uh, a device. Uh, this kind of filed us under the inspiration cube uh, genre of things. A couple weeks ago, we, we looked at Joel Osteen's inspiration cube. Uh, here's another little knickknack you might want to get for the house. Um, uh, this is I think is I think this is currently going through a Kickstarter campaign. So if you like what you, you hear and, and uh, see here, um, you can go support their Kickstarter. Uh, this is a device called Love Sync. Love Sync. Uh, and that's that's sync as S-Y-N-C. Okay. Sex. That's a really weird ah! way to start off. I'm just stalling right now, hoping she's in the mood for some horizontal hustle. And I'm just waiting for him to make the first move so we can do the mattress mambo. I love her. And I love him. I'm just not always sure she's ready to do some dancing in the sheets when I am. I've been shut down before. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> not right now. I'm all sweaty. Me too. So it's showing two two attractive people, two awful white people, who are horrible white people, who use these repulsive euphemisms, the mattress for, for intercourse, mambo. for intercourse, for heterosexual, Hor- disgusting heterosexual intercourse, the horizontal hustle. No one's ever said that. I hate fake. I hate this fake. Yeah. I feel bad for actors who, when they're in situations like they're like, how am I going to make this work? This is going to come out of my mouth and I'm going to be the one who people think I came up with that. So, yeah. So these two idiots, these two idiots don't know how to fuck each other. And they're basically, uh, you know, circling around the fact Someone's that I writing imagine- their new tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I think they're about to create some sort of stupid button that says time to fuck. Julie, you are. That is, uh, I mean, you you might want to get in the the inventions game because uh, you really, you you walked into this one. I hate this. I hate this. So they're never in the mood at the same time. Oh, my God. What are they going to do? Enter the love sink. Well, you're in luck because there's love sink. Love Sync is a device that lets you know when both of you are in the mood for some hippity dippity. Put it in it's your super ass. Simple. Put them in your ass. Put it in your ass. Each of your bedsides. And when you're feeling a little randy, you just anonymously ah. push the button. There's no risk of rejection. If only one of you pushes the button, nothing happens, and your partner's none the wiser. But if your partner's also ready for a pants off dance off, they'll press their button. The LoveSync technology combines these anonymous inputs and recognizes that there is consensus. It lets you both know by emitting a swirling glow from the buttons. Hold on a second. The LoveSync technology, they act like this is some uncharted territory that they press a button and when two people press the button, the green light goes on. This is like, <laughs> that's not techno. That's yeah, like, I feel like they use that impressive. on like password they basically these people inherited like a whole storage unit full of like buzzers from an old game show and they're like how do we repackage this yeah they bought they bought some defective simons and now they're trying to just take it and turn it into uh some porno some uh some porn some uh, for when your baby 
doesn't give you fang the way he did before. Yeah. There's something rotten with the love sink. (laughs) And so... My baby doesn't press the love sink no more. So this is... And by the way, if they are going to do like an old Simon or something, why don't they just be like, this is the love Jenga. Like you make a tower and if the other person also makes a tower and it doesn't topple, then you get to screw. Yeah. Pressing the button multiple times sets a longer time period that you'd be down for bopping squiddles. Rumpus humpus. Hack in the sack. Two-person push-ups. It's amazing for those times where you wouldn't mind being surprised in the middle of the night. Which Sorry, I avoided can you pause past. it, please? I want to know, is there something on Kickstarter where you could take money away from a project? Yes. As Gary the Squirrel once said, he wanted Kickstopper. That's what I, I want, but I don't want to just stop it. I want to remove the money that they've gotten. Yeah. Well, I found the market. I found the uh, market price of, uh, of, uh, of a uh, love sink. Do you guys want to guess uh, how much love sink costs? $65. I'm going to say $39.95. Uh, in between, Julie's a little closer. It is a uh, $57 to get yourself a love Boo sink for has. your house. You know what? It's called talking. How about that, babe? Or how about we we just give out a phone number? We undercut them for half, and then like yeah. you call us, and then we call the other partner. Call your just partner. Like, hey. You call us. You say my partner's this number. I'm horny. Yeah, and then ring, ring. Hello, hi, it's Julian Tom. <laughs> hey, it's Julian hey, Tom. It What's going, going on it's there, Julian Tom? So. Any chance you would? <laughs> Will you fuck Pete? <laughs> Please fuck Pete. <laughs> My headphones are falling off. <laughs> and you know what? If the phone call is too awkward, we'll text you. Yeah. Hey. Bzz. Hey. Go fuck Pete. <laughs> Or no, we won't say, we'll say, wanna fuck Pete? Yeah, because Pete (laughs) is open for business. And then she'll be no, and then we'll we'll call Pete and be like, bad news, Pete. (laughs) Yeah. Good news, bad news, Pete. What's the good news? Bad news is, it's not going to happen tonight. Good news is, there's a new double threat coming on Monday. (laughs) And then Pete will no longer be horny. I assure you. Unless it's next next week's episode. I love it. And on that note. We'll see you next week. Send us uh or send Brett your your smutty stories. Yeah, double threat pod at gmail.com. Keep them coming uh until uh a Tuesday at midnight. That's the cutoff. Tuesday midnight Pacific time. Yes. And we love it, and we're so excited to hear your Double threat erotic fiction, and we're we have a very going... special guest coming to read it. That's that's going to be really exciting. You're going to love it. Yes, and in the meantime, you listen to the show. You tell your friends about it. You tweet about it. You spread the word. You rate and review it over at 
anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple Music, wherever it is, you go do that. Gotta and write we a review. It. You gotta write a review, or Brett is going to lose his mind. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and thankfully, you know what? I, I checked a lot of reviews rolled in last week. Good. So we really nice. sincerely appreciate that. I know it's a stock thing to say on Thank podcasts. Thank God. But I sincerely appreciate you doing that. I know it takes a second out of your day. Uh, it's a little, a little annoying, we, but it does really. We help. are the fish, and your comments are the rubs. And the reviews, yes. I mean, the reviews are the rubs and the ratings are the glazes. Fish, do you do the rub first and put on the glaze and glaze is a fish and the fish is the mom and your dad is the glaze and you rub it all over. And, you- and why are you so dumb and why are you so stupid? And that's what my mom said to me one time. Anyway, it really stuck. And now I believe it in my heart. When I look in the mirror, I say, who are you? But I know who I am. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.